AM. Welcome to the Marie Manucherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 16 years of professional healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My medical background combined with intuitive insights and skill in moving energy have been a catalyst for transformation in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Good evening, everyone. This is Marie Manucherry, and welcome to the Marie Manucherry Show. We are celebrating our first year of being on the radio. And so in celebration of all of that, we're giving away CDs to callers who call into the show. So, Tom, what are those numbers that our callers can use to call in and ask questions? Well, they can give us a call toll-free at 1-877-825-8828. That number one more time, 877-825-8828. Or you can give us a call locally. 425-373-5527. Thank you. So, um, it, as always, it's thrilling for me to be here in the studio. Tom is our audio engineer. Hi, Tom. Hello. <laughs> and my dear fr- friend Janet is answering the phones for us. So when you call in, make sure you let Janet know what CD you want. I have six of them. She'll go over it with you. And then um, make sure you give her your address so we can send it to you in the mail. Karen, my assistant, will mail them out on Monday. So if you're new to the Marie Manucherry Show, this is about energy medicine. And tonight we're actually talking about the Mayan culture in 2012. And you kind of wonder, well, what's that got to do with energy medicine? Well, it has a lot to do with spirituality and energy medicine is very much about spirituality. And people tend to freak out about things. Do you remember that Y2K thing a while ago? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, and people were freaking out about freaking that. Freaking out, like all, all the computers, all the, like a whole year <laughs> before it happened, right? That's true. That's true. Yeah. There was There was a... Huge to do about that. There I guess. There? There's no other way to say because it, it ended up being nothing. Right, absolutely <laughs> nothing happened. Yeah. Right. Well, I think the mind culture is is beautiful, beautiful um, as a clairvoyant, which I am, because the Mayans actually explored and did everything they could culturally to really allow clairvoyance, clairaudience, and having a spiritual connection to creation into their culture. They're very spiritual people. Um, They were also a very violent culture. Oh, yeah. Very violent, (laughs) exactly. And so one of the things that I look at in terms of the Mayan calendar ends in 2012, in December of 2012, is that we're letting go, hopefully, of violence and moving on to expanding our consciousness and um, our positiveness and our belief in manifesting. So saying goodbye to the Mayan culture isn't the end, in my opinion, of creation. And I hope my guides would let me know. Don't you think, Tom, they'd go, you know? You know what? I would think with all the info <laughs> you're getting from out there that somebody would have said something if you I, were I wrong. Think, I think they would. And anything's possible, right? Yeah. You know, we don't know for sure exactly what's going to happen in but 2012. You think, some, you think that you would have got a bit? I, I kind of wonder. Put the on that one real quick. It's not the way it is. <laughs> When I was in Wyoming, we had um, David Pond, who's an astrologer from Washington. He lives in Olympia, and he's actually going to be on the show in December. Thank you, David. I'm so glad he's going to come on the show. And he talked very positively about the end of the Mayan calendar as well. And so my belief is is that this wonderful, magical, incredibly intelligent culture, the violent parts of them, because they were incredibly mystical, one of the things I find most interesting about the Mayan culture is that they basically disappeared. They disappeared. Um, most of the people 
people in within that culture, we don't have a lot of bodies that were in earthing, you know, and um, engaging how long um, they lived and whatnot. We, anthropologists don't have a lot of Mayan bodies to unearth because a big part of their beings left the planet, which is absolutely wonderful. I personally believe that we're not supposed to die our body. <laughs> I believe that as we become more conscious and aware that we ultimately just walk out of our bodies and in, into another dimension. I know that sounds very, very weird. Um, but that's what I think we'll do eventually, not probably in my lifetime or my children's lifetime. I like that mental picture, though. You like it, huh? I think it's pretty cool. All right. <laughs> so uh, so I like to think of it that we're taking all the wonderful mystical things about the Mayan culture and bringing harmony back to the earth plane and learning to expand our consciousness and releasing our violence, learning to live harmonically with the earth plane. So with that said, why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines and start answering phone calls? Oh, okay. We've got uh, Georgia calling from Florida. Hi, Georgia. How are you? I'm fine. Great. How's Florida? Wonderful. <laughs> I bet nice and warm. <laughs> it's, I'm on the ocean here. So oh, now right now we're, it's, a, it's um, cooler for us and very windy. Oh, so it's my kind of weather. <laughs> it's, it's wonderful. <laughs> oh, wonderful. What can I do for you tonight? Um, I'd like to know what this future holds in store for me. Yeah, for you personally. For and, me personally. And have you listened to the show before? Uh, a dear friend of mine from Seattle yes. um, emailed me your information, um, and I knew right away I'd either want to study, talk, learn, train, <laughs> all the above under you somehow. Oh, some so sweet. So this is your and first... I want you to come to Florida. I would love to come to Florida, <laughs> so we can work that out. I'll be happy to come and teach classes. I love to teach. One of my favorite things to do. And so I've asked you that question. Um, so this is your first time listening to the show then? That's right. Yeah, because that's what I was told. And and I tend to be very direct. I'm one of those direct people. And I think that your question was right on an intuitive question for you to ask about yourself because you are in transformation. And one of the things that you're learning to let go of, and, and by the way, you get to disagree with anything I say, truly, um, is that I think you're letting go of anger and frustration. And uh, And sometimes when people are letting go of anger and frustration, they may not you know, feel that they're angry people or that they've had repressed anger. Sometimes women who tend to do a lot for other individuals and who are compassionate and and tend to be thoughtful towards other people, they sometimes can repress anger in their body from not letting others help them or being so preoccupied with helping other people. Is that true for you? Very true. Right on. Okay, so you're in this place of letting go of some repressed anger, which is phenomenal. It's wonderful. You're in a transformation. In fact, when I, when I look at your being, standing right behind you is an archway. And an archway, I'll tell you what it look, um, looks like, too. It's, it's an energetic movement for me. It means that a big part of the third dimensional space has been peeled back from behind you. Um, the archway looks like half of the McDonald's Golden Arch. It's about seven to eight feet behind you. Yours is a little bit further back. I usually see them about four to five feet behind someone when they're standing up. And 50 feet high, 20 feet wide, and a big part of the third dimension has been peeled back. And you're now getting energy from other time, space, realities, and light that's raining upon you for the next year and a half to help you in this transformational process. Wow. Yeah. And so some, sometimes, you know, anger to me is a blanket for other emotions. And when people are wanting to be more intuitive and, and be more multisensory, which I believe everyone is meant to be multisensory, not just some, but everyone. I think it's a natural birthright. Um, the, the blanket needs to move away the anger so you can get down to deeper feelings because intuition and psychic phenomena and all of that has a lot to do with 
feeling, feeling one's emotions. So you're in a year and a half transformation. Um, it started about a month ago. This archway just opened up a month ago. Right. You're, oh, good. Great. Well, I've been, I, I, I can see I'm better at surrendering and letting go. Oh, congratulations. I can see I, I know what it's all about now. Good. Congratulations. And what I was getting and, and am still getting, of course, is that you're going to be a fast learner. So that means that you're going to do most of your work in this 18-month uh, process in the first six months. And so you're going to, uh, I don't see you at all feeling bored, but that means you're going to have an accelerated movement as if you almost had another archway, but you won't be the same arch. Just an, other dimensions will open up and light will come onto your body to help you continue this transformation. So you can be multisensory because that is something that you're wanting. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's what I see for you. Well, thank you very much. You're that's that's welcome. that's it exactly. That's what I that's what I've seen happen in another circumstance the last year and that I've learned that um you know, that I just practice it and finally it's all coming together and it feels right and it's it's what you're saying. Good. It Con- just feels good. Whatever was theirs being listed. Good. I'm so glad when I get to validate people and, and remind them more and more of who they are, because that's really my job anyway. Thank you so You're much. You're welcome. And thanks for listening. And welcome to our listenership. Welcome. And we'll see you in Florida soon. Oh, that would be lovely. Thank you so much, Georgia. That'd be great. Okay. Great. Bye. So now Bye. we're going to um, continue on with the phone lines. How does that sound, Tom? That sounds good to me. Okay. We've got uh, Michelle on the line calling from Woodenville. Hi, Michelle. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm fabulous, thank you. Good. What can I do for you tonight? Well, interestingly enough, about a month ago when I had called in, you had given me the exact same reading that you gave her with reference <laughs> to the archway. Really? And, you know, I don't see arches very often. It's not a common... You know, I listen to your show, I'm like, wow, what are the odds of that? Yeah, that's pretty interesting. So you're getting that validation twice, huh? Yes. Well, that's what I kind of wanted to call in today because it's been about a month, and I wanted to see what you thought about... Um, the, the marriage relationship thing and uh-huh. the a choice that I made about starting um, part-time doing a, creating some income with a company that uh, sells, um, you know, vitamins mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, sure. green products. So, okay. I, so I made a choice since then to start, start up with that if that was a good decision and then around the marriage. So... You know, I don't remember everything. You know, I don't remember people, right? That's fine, yep. And so what I'm I'm starting to hear things. So is your husband in business for himself? Yes. And then you were working with him or going to work with him, right? Yes, yeah. for temporarily. Right, yeah. and I recommended that you not do that, you know, that you, that you do something that's fun. So I am happy about the vitamin thing. I, I am. I think you'll be a good salesperson for it because you actually really enjoy um, helping people and you want people to eat nutritious and wonderful food. So, yeah, I'm all down with that. That's excellent. Okay. And um, be- believe it or not, I, I, I mean, the marriage is, is still highlighted. It's still a challenge. It's still difficult. But I do see your husband doing a little bit better. So is that true? Is he wanting to be more helpful and to make more positive growth with you? Yeah, that's what's been interesting in the last month. Since I've changed energetically, good. somehow good. Is change, it seems like it's changing him. Good. I think that's fantastic. That's wonderful. That's exactly what we want to have happen. And your job is to continue to check in with yourself and not overcompromise, you know, because the business still is where it was when you called me last month from what I can see. Is that true? Yeah. Yes. And and it's not a, you know, we want it to be more in a favorable place. And so, you know, 
listening to you and what you have to say, because you actually have really good business advice for him, I believe. Another reason why you'll be really great on this independent sales, excuse me, with the vitamin company and the nutrition company. So um, it would be great if he would listen to you so you guys can move forward financially and not have that stress. And, and, yes. if, and if he doesn't listen to you, then that's another thing to really pay attention to about a partnership, because in partnership, we want, to, we want to be heard and we want to be able to help one another. And when those things don't happen and it continues to add stress to the, our livelihood and our relationship, then you may want to consider the relationship. That's precisely why I was calling up. Okay. That's a, that is spot on, because there are certain things that when I see something and I offer that to him and then he makes choices then it's like okay then I do have to have a why in the road and say okay I'm, then I'm going to go right if you're going to go left. Right good for you I, th- I think that's wonderful. See one of the things that we're learning about relationships and not everyone agrees with me on this is I don't think that necessarily we need to stay with one person our entire life. I think we change and evolve and we move. In fact, one of my friends thinks that marriage licenses should be renewable, meaning, you know, every five yeah. years you sit down, you have a little chat, you see if this is working. It's 500 bucks to renew the license, so it's not cheap. Right. And, and if you go, you're ready for go for another five years, you sign up for it. But I, I, I believe in change and I believe in evolution, and change is not an option when it comes to evolving. So right. it's not unusual for people to outgrow one another. We hope, all of us hope, that we meet partners and people who can be in our lives for long, 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 long periods of time. We all want this, but right. it's also important to not overcompromise and jeopardize our own individual growth, which is the real reason why we're here on planet Earth anyway. Yeah. You know, well, and what about when it affects expectations? That gets through, is that a gray line then with what, you yeah. know, having our standards versus expectations? Well, and you do have high expectations, and, and I'm not necessarily downplaying them. I mean, right. I mean, you do have high expectations, but as of right now, he's not meeting very many of them. No, he's not. No. And, and I do love that he can sense the anxiety in the relationship, and he's willing to do some work about it. I'm thrilled about that because I didn't sense that last month. So exactly. I'm, That's what I mean. It's been a shift, a big yeah, shift. Yeah, I like that. And your job is to continue to stay aware, ask the right questions, and tell yourself the truth. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much. Thanks for calling back and giving us an update. You're welcome. Good luck with your job. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So tonight on the Marie Manucherry Show, we're talking about many things. Callers are always welcome to call in and ask any question they want. But we're talking about the Mayan calendar. And so what I believe is happening is that we're the human race, and, and everybody else I think pretty much believes this too, that we are changing, we're evolving, and we're expanding our consciousness. All we have to look at is our up-and-coming presidential election to see, wow, for the first time in American history, we have a lot of different paradigms available to us in terms of choice. We're very fortunate. We're very lucky to be able to have this expansion and consciousness in our political arena, which is giving us opportunities to have unique or different individuals that could potentially lead our country. So this is just part of that whole process that we're expanding our consciousness. So just because a calendar that has been in effect for a very, very long time on the earth plane, just because it's coming to an end, does not mean that the world is coming to an end. It means that aspects of that culture, the mind culture, the violence, all that craziness, right? (laughs) Oh, yeah. They used to do that playing games. Playing games? Playing games, even. Yeah. Yeah, Lose or dies. Right. Not not a fun game. Not a game I want to play. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, we have documented information historically about all the torture that actually occurred within the Mayan culture. Yeah, it's not cool. It's not cool. Exactly. And so because this calendar is ending doesn't mean that our world is ending, but perhaps a huge part of our world is ending. Maybe our violence is ending. Well, you know how I look at it, too, a lot of the times is, um, you know, time is 
kind of a man-made thing. It is, to begin absolutely. with. I mean, the yes. rest of creation would just still keep on keeping on if we weren't here, but there wouldn't be anybody to say that there was hours, days, minutes, or seconds. Absolutely. Yeah. That's absolutely correct. Yeah, absolutely. So why don't we go ahead and go back to the phone lines? Okay, we've got uh, David on the line from Seattle. Hi, David. Are you there? Hi, Marie. Hi, how are you? Pretty Pretty good, thanks. Good. Um, you've got a great show. Happy one year anniversary! Thank you, thank you so much. I'm. Um, I actually called about two months ago, mm. and and you um, you gifted me a CD on chakras. Oh, great! And I've been working on those. I don't know. Um, you you were saying my third chakra. Needed some work. Uh-huh. Some energy. Mm-hmm. I wasn't getting energy coming in um, through my the back of my heart. Oh, the back chakra, of your fourth. Uh-huh. I think, if I remember right. That sounds right to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've um, the exercises I were helping a lot. I was I I tailed off a little bit on um, my practice. I started up. Um, um, a, cl- a couple classes at school. They happened to be where I, uh, um, I'd had an injury when I was going there previously, mm. and I think that's raised some PTSD for me. Of course. And um, I don't know whether it's been totally that or or partially relationship I'm in. We right, which took, we talked about a little bit last time yeah, too. Yeah, <laughs> we took some time off and actually weren't together, and then we got back together and I the, the downturn energy kind of was dovetailed with the start of school there so mm-hmm. I'm not sure if it was totally and the start of the relationship again when you were not in the relationship did you feel more energetic or more empowered I was just starting to feel better right yeah <laughs> I uh, I felt like uh, I just felt um, a kind of a breakthrough on mm-hmm. the day um, my girlfriend called me back and it kind of had a change of <laughs> and, and sometimes that that's what happens, too, is we get tested by the universe. I even think this whole Mayan calendar ending is another test. I mean, did we pass with the Y2K? Hmm, I'm not so sure. Are we going to pass with the Mayan calendar? Are we going to learn to think positively and not be frightened by events that come into our life? And, and so maybe you were being tested a little bit about the girlfriend because you tend to be a person who uh, compromises in relationship and... And, and there are good, it's important to compromise. That's an important aspect for individuals to compromise, but you tend to always give your partner the benefit of the doubt and you tend to be more self-critical and, you know, think more negatively about yourself rather than your partner. Definitely. Right. And, and everything requires balance. You know, it's very, very important to be self-loving and self-nurturing to yourself even before you enter a partnership because the more you love yourself, the easier it is to attract, attract someone who can love you. And people can only love us to the level that we love ourselves. So that's highly important to take inventory about that. And you did actually take inventory. You were feeling well and then noticing, mm, not feeling so well. Is it just a school or is it just a relationship or is it a combination? I think it's a combination of both, but I'm still getting a hit that the relationship is a part of it. And I think you actually know that. Um, but sometimes it's also hard to be alone. And it's also hard when someone's calling you and they're missing you and they want to be with you. It's hard to let other people be alone. You know, that can pull on you even more so than whatever loneliness you were feeling. 
Um, so here's what I'm going to recommend, because I don't see you leaving the relationship anytime soon, quite frankly, and that's okay. That's <laughs> perfectly yeah. fine. Um, but I would recommend that um, I would love you to, love for you to start telling yourself regarding the school situation that you're willing to have a different experience while you're there. Mm. You know that you're willing. Because um, willing isn't like, oh, I'm going to have yeah. a different experience or I'm not going to pay attention to the old one. Just you're just opening the door, yeah. Exactly. You're allowing yourself to move into an unlimited space of awareness and consciousness to have a totally different experience. Oh, great. Thanks. And I think that will help a lot. You are not leaking energy, at least from tonight when I'm looking at your back, from the back of your heart chakra, which, which is great. I do think you have done some work on the solar plexus it still needs more work that's your immune system mm-hmm. um and so that self-love self-nurturing aspect and I, I do think that you've got a hold of it like you you kind of know what that feels like now and so your job is to continue to mature in that area to be comfortable with loving yourself great thanks marine you're welcome and thanks for calling so are you worried about the calendar ending in 2012 actually no i Good. i i um I've got um I've gotten a sense that it's more of a a time that we have um maybe a chance to um expand in more maybe spiritual sense or but at least uh a lot of these changes are difficult but we need to make changes so I agree. And thank you. No, I agree so completely. You know, the mind culture was actually very mystical and metaphysical. And that's what I hope that we expand. Leave the time behind, as Tom said, you know, this man-made thing that we have time. Because even in energy medicine, time and time doesn't really exist. You know, that's why energy workers or clairvoyants and intuitives can go ahead and, and uh, help someone that they've never met before or, or never uh, seen a picture of. Because it doesn't matter if they live in Florida or Jamaica, you know, uh-huh. that time doesn't really matter. So I think it's wonderful that we're letting go of, of the calendar and hopefully embracing some of the true wonderful aspects of their culture. So thank you, David, for calling in. And thank you for the update. Yeah, thanks so much for sending me the, the CD. It's a great CD. The, the chakras, um, the exercises for them, and the meditation you have on there also, it's, it's, it's great. So thank you. I'm thanks. so glad you enjoyed it, and I'm glad that you're doing better, and I look forward to hearing um, updates from you in the future. All right. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So we're going to go ahead and take a break here on the Marie Manu Cherry Show. Um, please feel free to call in. Um, do you want to hand out those numbers again, Tom? Certainly. If somebody wants to give us a call, go ahead and do that at 877-825-8828. That's toll free. The number one more time, 877-825-8828. Or you can give us a call locally, 425-373-5527. Great. And we'll be right back with the Marie Manu Cherry Show. Living Music Radio, high vibe music and talk. Treat yourself to Living Music Radio with Janet, Narion, and special guests. Living Music Radio, high vibe music and talk. It's all about the magic of music and sound. Mm. With all that's going on these days, there's a real need for positive, uplifting music and radio. Living Music Radio. Living Music Radio. For showtimes, go to livingmusicradio.com. The Marie Manucheri Show is streamed live over the internet. So if you have friends or family members living outside of the Seattle area wanting answers to life's questions, 
encourage them to listen to the show and to call into the show to talk with Marie. If you are interested in receiving guidance on an issue in your life, call Marie locally at 425-373-5527 or toll free at 1-877-825-8828 for her insight into your situation. Looking for a great place to get the word out about your business? Then why not advertise on the Marie Manu Cherry Show? The Marie Manu Cherry Show reaches a diverse group of listeners from all around the world and was just recently voted one of the top five shows on KKNW. Aside from a professional website, how many outlets do you really have to promote your business and literally reach across the globe? The Marie Manu Cherry Show has a listening audience that ranges from the U.S., Scotland, South Africa, to Australia and beyond. Become part of the show and let the world know what you have to offer. Go to www.energyintuitive.com or call 425-825-5671 to find out more about advertising on the Marie Manu Cherry Show. Rates are reasonable and the opportunity to grow your business is substantial. Views expressed on the following program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and are not necessarily those of this station. Tell your friends, the place to be is Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. And welcome back to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. This is Marie. I'm live in Seattle, actually Bellevue, right outside of Seattle. <laughs> Beautiful weather. We've had great weather the last what three or four days. Yeah. Sixty. What I'm, do you mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm. I think it's been great. I'm torn about you it. Are? I'm torn about it. Well, you know that I love the winter time. No, I didn't love know that. The winter time. I did not know that. Well, you know, I love the mountains and going That's true, snowboarding. That's true, like snowboarding. Stuff. Yes, love okay. snowboarding. So, <laughs> the winter time is very important to me, and right yeah. now it seems like it's going to be a totally weak winter. No, I think it's going to be fabulous. You don't have to worry. I think we're going to get plenty of snow. Okay. So you do not have to right. worry. Because no. I'm, I mean, I'm cool with still wearing a t-shirt during the day. I it's like. It's going to be fine. Don't worry. Okay. We're going to, ha- you know, maybe all the way up to Halloween. We're going to have some nice weather for the trick or treaters. And then it, my favorite day, one of my favorite days of yeah, the year. Halloween by the way. is an awesome holiday. And actually. Thursday, we're live on the 30th, the day before Halloween. We're having Amy Roberts, who's the tarot reader. Yeah. We're, we're going to p- play spooky music, you know, and we're going to have a f- some funny things going on. So everybody needs to turn in when, when we're here for Halloween because it's the day when the veil is the thinnest of the year. Hmm. Yeah. I wonder if that has anything to do with the... Uh... The Mayan calendar? Well, no. <laughs> well, I mean, I was going to say like more along the lines of why people started celebrating yeah. Halloween on that day to begin with. I think you're absolutely right. Yeah. Perhaps. So here's some more little tidbits before we go back to the phone lines about Mayans. Um, The temples serve as gateways to sacred knowledge, which is beautiful. I was in Cancun a few years ago with my kids, and we went to Chichen Itza and visited one of the temples there. I totally and completely enjoyed it. So some people believe that the mission of the Mayan people was to really help present-day humans to awaken to the urgent need to return to living with harmony, and I completely agree with that. And again, I still believe that the most awesome thing about the Mayan culture is they disappeared. A lot of other people think that what's great about the Mayan culture is that they were just incredible astronomers, of course, great mathematicians. Still, some sometimes today in some areas of the things that they've created, we don't know how they did it. Oh, man, pyramids. Amazing. Pyramids all over the place. People right. look at those and... Yeah, I mean, for the time, the, the time period exactly. that they built them, right. the engineering involved in that is... Was non-existent. Yeah, it was completely yeah. crazy. <laughs> so we don't know how they did it. Um, maybe they got some help with some aliens. We're not sure. <laughs> We're not sure how it all happened. But but I think we can rest assured that this is a good thing, that all this information is collecting about the Mayan calendar because we're going to be making some mystical changes ourselves. Yeah. So why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines? Okay. We have got... 
Hold on, I'm trying to see who's next on the line here. We've got, okay, she's been waiting for a while. Carolyn from Seattle is All right. on the line. Hi, Carolyn. Hi. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? I am wonderful. Good. Thank you so much for taking my call. Oh, you're so welcome. What can I do for you? Well, I don't have a question about the Mayan calendar, but I okay. do about uh, chakras. Yes, I great. I heard your earlier caller talking about chakras as yes. well. Yes, And uh, I actually have made an appointment to come and see you in the future, but wondered if you had any information for me now. About your chakra system, or do you have one in particular you're worried about? Or? Uh, I have one in particular. Uh-huh. I, uh, for the past couple of months, have been doing some fairly intensive dream work. Oh, great. Yeah, and uh, one of the intentions that I had set for several nights running was to uh, face my fears. Mm. And I also had set that intention during my yoga practice. Mm. And I awoke one morning the other week with a phrase running through my head, there's something wrong with your yellow chakra. Ah. I know nothing about chakras. Ah. I've never dreamed about chakras. And, but I figured that this was a direct message and perhaps I should check it out. So, I'm so glad you called. Yeah. I'm so, so glad I you was called. just wondering. Uh, I've done a little bit of research uh, and learned that it is um, the solar plexus it is. chakra, which involves feelings of self-esteem and right. self-love into the world and the world affects you and what have you. So. Absolutely. That, that's absolutely correct. So the solar plexus or the third chakra, which is yellow, at least that's what we hope it is, lemon yellow or warm, buttery yellow, something beautiful. Um, it also governs your immune system, including organs like the liver, the pancreas, the gallbladder, spleen, stomach, small intestinal tract. It also has a secondary responsible to the rest of your endocrine system. So your thyroid gland, thyroid um, hypothalamus, the thymus gland, the ovaries. Um, so it, it has a huge responsibility to your health and well-being. And you're working on releasing fear. Interesting enough, um, when I see you doing your dream work and doing this um, fear thing, that I, you're basically in your second chakra when you're doing it. But what you're co- um, unconsciously wanting to do is to get into that third eye. That's actually what you're working on. You're working on moving kundalini energy from the second up through the spine and then through the occipital ridge to activate the hypothalamus pituitary and penile gland. So you're working actually on psychic sight, whether you recognize this or not. There's a strong correlation between the second chakra and the sixth chakra because the second chakra is about creativity and passion and joy. And when we have a lot of fear, it's hard to have creativity and passion and joy. And those elements, the passion, creativity, and joy need to be in a positive effect so that kundalini or other wonderful creative energies can activate your psychic ability. Um, So overall, I'm actually not worried about your immune system. You may feel completely different about that or have some good reasons to be worried about it, but the front of your solar plexus looks excellent to me. It's the back of your solar plexus. So chakras two, three, four, five, and six have a front and a back portion. And when I'm in the back of your solar plexus, which is kind of... um, below the bra strap, um, so it's mid-spine. The information in that vortex is about how you see yourself in the world. And so what's happening is your being is actually asking for a dramatic shift in how you see yourself in the world. And you're afraid of it, and it's not comfortable, and it's not making you happy. At least that's my interpretation. And so in a way, you're fighting it. It's kind of like, um, I'm really glad I look normal, I know that sounds weird, but I think people enjoy me, even though I'm very weird (laughs) in many ways. I mean, truly, I wasn't like this all my life. So that's why I can say I'm weird, because I've only really been this way for about a decade. I'm intuitive and an energy worker. But I'm really glad I look normal, 
because it helps me feel comfortable in the world to be as odd or as different as I am because most people who don't know anything about me have no idea that I'm odd or different because I look normal. (laughs) So that's kind of what's happening with you. It's like you're in this kind of fight, like you want to be different or you want to have different experiences, but you're afraid of not being accepted or loved or appreciated or valued in some way. And um, so that's what's going on. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, yeah. And so here, here's your homework assignment. Okay. Your homework assignment is to look in the mirror every morning and tell yourself that, that you are falling in love with you. I'm falling in love with this woman in the mirror. I'm learning to believe she's amazing, and I'm learning to be proud of her. And then I want you to add, and I'm willing to accept all the gifts and talents that she has, and I'm willing to live them fully. So that's your homework assignment. Every day, that's mirror awesome. work. And it will work directly with the solar plexus. Your dream work is working because you're doing a lot of subconscious work. Your, your dream work is working and it is beginning to move fear out of your second chakra. You haven't quite begun to move enough energy up through the spine to activate the psychic sight, but you're close. You know, maybe in the next couple of months, you're going to start to notice having more ahas and awarenesses instead of just, and not just, I think dreams are wonderful, instead of just getting things from the subconscious, but also having some conscious recognition of what you're experiencing. Yeah, I kind of feel as though things are moving a little bit. The the um, uh, dreams that I've had for some time, you know, uh, recurrent dreams, the the, the, the scary outcome ones. is changing a little bit. Good, good. And I think that that must be a sign that I'm, you know, making some progress in that. In I agree. Direction. I absolutely agree. So do the mirror work. It's designed for the solar plexus. So it it will help your immune system if there's anything that's bothering you about your immune system. But again, I'm primarily in the back, so that wouldn't be an indicator to me that I would be worried about your health. Yeah, I'm I'm not really worried about my physical health either. It's more moving forward and uh, finding a creative outlet. Yes, your niche in life. Absolutely. And, And not just a practice that you do at home, but a practice that you may do publicly or um, professionally, you know, because I think the shift that's occurring is significant enough, and that's why you're kind of freaked out about it. I mean, believe me, if someone had told me 15 years ago that I'm going to be a woo-woo lady, I would have told them they were nuts. <laughs> and and it brings me more joy than I could possibly imagine. So many times when we really embrace who we are, uh, we have had no idea that that's who we are to begin with, <laughs> and it's not necessarily on our to-do list. Okay. That's great. Thank you very much. You're I welcome. Will do that and I'll look forward to seeing you. Oh, first. yes. Yes, I look forward to that too. Okay. All right. Have a wonderful evening. You too. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So why don't we go ahead and continue on with the phones? Okay. We've got Manette calling from Florida. All right. It's a Florida night. Hi, Manette. <laughs> Hi, Marie. How are you? I'm really great. How are you? I'm doing good, thanks. Good. What can I do for you? Well, last time we spoke, um, I was um, questioning about my hip. <laughs> Your hip? Yeah, okay. and uh, with a burning sensation. Oh, right. Uh-huh. But, right. But what I, um, my thing was is that um, when I listened to the show again, you were talking about, um, you know, getting over um, uh, candida. Uh-huh. Is that what I, I, I have no idea what I said to you. Sorry, but I'm not. And, no, in the yeah. show. You, oh, you in the show, just in general. Right. In general yes. Yes. From that. And, um, you know, I was told that I had that, like, a, um, just probably less than a year or so. And, um, you know, I was kind of confused with some of the symptoms. They were saying that it could be, you know, like they'll have a dan- like dandruff. Mm. 
And um, I was wondering, you know, those two things, like dandruff and a constant breakout of, you know, like on my face. Right. So I was wondering, you know, if you have a better insight on what can right. be causing that. Well, and, and I'm not saying that you don't have some overgrowth of yeast. It's possible that you do. Uh, many, many people in the planet do just because of the you know, foods that we eat or medications that we take and the stress that we have. The intestinal tract is a huge part of our immune system. And many times it's the intestines that, you know, where we're not seeing healthy, normal flora. And then we can have an overgrowth of yeast because yeast is actually a normal thing that grows inside the body. We just don't want it to over proliferate. Um, But I'm more like in kind of underlining viruses for you, which is kind of interesting. And and what I'm going to suggest for you, um, because your symptoms are weird, they're like come and go, mm-hmm. one day it's elevated, the next week it's fine, then the following week it's not so elevated. So I'm seeing kind of like some underlying viruses. And what I'm going to suggest, I would suggest for um, anyone who's having problems with candida anyway, and it's to read the book and follow some of those healthy suggestions that are in it, The Body Ecology Diet. So your immune system is asking for a boost. And so you may be at risk for some sort of viruses that I'm seeing low grade, but kind of deep viruses in your body. The dandruff, I'm going to look at more as related to your seventh chakra. And this seventh chakra is about receiving unconditional love from the heavens, if you will, from creation. And you're really hard on yourself. Did you know that? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> when I look at the back of your your third eye, your sixth chakra, it, wherever you're standing, it goes all the way through a wall, and I don't think you're that, I don't think your head's that close to a wall right now. So no. <laughs> the back of this the cone, the sixth chakra cone, goes all the way through a wall, and whenever I see an extension of this particular chakra, it's an indication to me. It's a metaphor, letting me know that the person is highly self-critical and hard on themselves because the sh- the sixth chakra needs to be flushed with the scalp. And so you're hard on yourself, which is hard on your immune system. And you're also not letting enough light in through the seventh chakra, which is unconditional love. And I think if you can allow light to move in through the top of your head. So here's your exercise. It's the seventh chakra exercise. It's one of my favorites. You're going to sit down once a day, hopefully, and visualize beautiful warm light moving in through the top of your head. And then you're going to think of someone, an animal, a child, a body of land that you love. And then you're going to feel all that love that you have for that situation, person, pet, and then you're going to transfer that love into your body for you while you're visualizing this beautiful, wonderful, warm light. And I think that will help with the symptoms of your scalp. The seven chakra governs the skin and you're having the breakout and the dandruff. So we know it's seven chakra related and your being needs to have more unconditional love into your body, which I think will help shrink the back of the sixth chakra and you'll probably end up being kinder to yourself. Surprise, surprise. But I would go ahead and do the body ecology diet because your frequency and vibration are lower than I would like it to be. And so you're kind of at risk for right now anyway, because it's actually been this way for a while um, for, you know, having an unbalanced health situation. So boosting your immune system would be good. And this diet isn't like, um, it's just a diet to help the immune system get healthy. It's not about weight loss or anything like that. It's just about choosing differently what you eat. Okay. Oh, great. Okay, good. I'm so glad you liked that. (laughs) So are you worried about the Mayan calendar? Um, well, I guess I remember I I was worried back then with the um, year 2000. Okay. Yeah. They make it so, you know, so scary. Yeah. But, but I haven't really, I mean, I've, I feel like I've grown, grown so much, but I, I'm not really worried about it. And I, 
just look at it like, you know, a new phase in the world. And, I mean, everyone seems to be going through so many changes right now. So Wonderful. I think it's all in the, you know, best interest. Wonderful. Thank you so much. And I'm glad you're, you've evolved since the last time we were supposed to have a catastrophic end to our world. And I'm <laughs> yeah. so glad that you are feeling comfortable about the new changes that are coming in that we're expanding into consciousness. Thank you yeah. so much. Thanks. And good luck with your homework. Okay, great. Thank, Thank you. you for listening. Okay, then. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So uh, why don't we go ahead and continue on the phone lines, Tom? Okay, we've got Keith calling from Seattle. Hi, Keith. Hello. How are you? Good. Good. What can I do for you? Oh, I, I have a question as far as partnerships. Uh-huh. Business um, partnerships? Yes. Okay, because I can actually, that wasn't an intuitive hit, by the way. I could actually read it on the reader board because um, I, I didn't know why you'd call them. And I looked up, oh, business partnership. So, and is, did you just go into a brand new one? Uh, we're, we're getting ready to enter into one, what we thought was going to be the perfect match. Uh-huh. And right now it's turning up more of a question of, is it one that we trust? Is it one that you trust, right? Yes. And, and I know you, don't I? I mean, do I know you, Keith? Uh, yes. Okay, okay. Because I recognize your voice. I'm like, I think I know <laughs> who this is. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, so here's what I'm going to suggest, and this won't be a huge surprise. The first thing I want you to do is to learn to trust yourself. You have made some excellent decisions, absolutely wonderful, excellent decisions over these last couple years that have allowed you to really grow and prosper in your life. And so instead of thinking about can you trust the partner, which I'm not exactly sure of either, I want you to think about trusting yourself. Because I okay. think if you put the focus back on you, you're going to be able to see these potential partners more clearly. Instead of, because what you're trying to do is you're trying to figure them out and measure them and, and evaluate if these are people that are going to help you to grow business-wise and whatnot. And, and that is a good question, but you're kind of addicted into the question right now. You're worried about it and kind of fermenting it. And I think that if you can stop that particular question and come back to yourself and remind yourself of all the wonderful choices you've made, you've made really great choices. I'm impressed. I'm oh, so that's great. Yeah, I'm so impressed. So if you can take that reflection off of them and put them back on you, you're going to know the answer. Okay. You're just going to absolutely know. And and I think you do have some concern. I mean, I think your concerns are legitimate. But at the same time, what I do want to point out, and, and I, I'm kind of critiquing what I'm saying only because I don't want to be negative, you have very, very high integrity. Not everyone in business, as we found out, you know, we look at corporate America and our whole financial system, we, we've, oh, geez, all these companies are lacking integrity. Oh, darn. And so you have very high integrity, and it may not be every day that you run a, across a company that's going to have the same amount of integrity that you do. And, yeah. and so that's something to, to keep in mind. Does that mean that you have to partner with people who have less integrity than you? No, it doesn't mean that. It means you may have to wait or be patient or compromise to some degree. If you know, Look at the pros and the cons, but recognize that you have a huge amount of integrity. And right now, at this phase in our evolution and consciousness, corporate America, mm, not so much. So that's what I would look at. But again, come back to trusting yourself and you're going to know the answer and you're going to make a great decision. I'm not worried about you. I haven't been worried about you for a couple of years now. You have just <laughs> done phenomenal. Well, definitely, Pam and I uh, definitely want to say thank you, and we, we appreciate all of your guidance. Oh, you're welcome. It's my pleasure. And please give her a hug and kiss to her and the kids. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks, Key. Thanks for calling okay. in. All righty. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So why don't we continue on with the phone lines, Tom? Okay. We've got Kimberly calling from Kirkland. Hi, Kimberly. 
Hi. How are you? I am really good. Thank you. You're welcome. So what can I do for you tonight? I um, I didn't hear the intro, so I apologize. You kind of took me by surprise there. I just heard it. <laughs> I am yeah. in a very uh, fortuitous place, I think. It's mm-hmm. um, very scary on the one hand and really, really exciting on the other. There's a great deal of change going on for me. Right. And I am wondering if you see any one particular direction that, that you should go in. I should go in that would right. really be for my highest good and good. that would be fulfilling uh, a dream of mine to be my most you know, creative self but also give back uh, at the highest level that I possibly can. Sure. You, you know, if, what, here's what I leave about, believe about generosity and continuing to contribute to the world. And what I want to also state, I've stated this many times on air and in, in sessions, Americans, we are the most generous country in the world. And and so and I love that and I still want us to be generous and to continue to be generous, but I think we also need to appreciate our generosity. Um, um, instead of thinking that we're not as generous as we could be, I think we need to learn to appreciate ourselves as well. Here's what I've got. I asked Tom to hand me a piece of paper when you were speaking because a whole bunch of words came into my head while we were speaking. And I wrote down drama four times and then and then chaos three. And, and so, okay, and then fear twice. So, you know, it was a drama, 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 chaos, 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 fear, fear. And this is an old pattern of yours, by the way. This drama, chaos, fear pattern is, is very old. And it's something that you definitely want to break away from. It's something you're definitely working on. And, and so that's the space that you're in right now. What, how do I choose to feel when situations come up? Because you're being tested yeah. by the universe, Okay. No kidding. This is what the universe does. When we say, oh, my gosh, I want to work on this, the universe goes, great, yay. And then we make steps to move in that direction, and then something comes along, and we trip a little bit, and we have a choice. Do we go back to our old patterns, or do we move to our new ones? Tom recently had a situation like that himself, right, Tom, where you were tested? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're actually doing well. I mean, you know, you picked yourself up and you maybe you walked a little bit to the side versus forward, but but you're reevaluating, relooking at it and you're being honest with yourself. Oh yeah. Yeah. Do you mind me saying what it is? Uh, on air. Okay, I don't have to. It's fine. No, go ahead. That's okay. <laughs> He's quitting smoking. Tom is, and Uh-oh. so yeah, that's a big. That's a hard thing to do. That's a tough one. Yeah, nicotine is a, is more addictive than heroin. People don't really understand that, but it's really true. As, as a nurse, um, I know well, now that. I really feel like a junkie. <laughs> no, no. Now, see, that's what I don't want you to feel. I want you to feel that you're amazing. That you're kicking something that is incredibly addictive more than we recognize, yeah. and that you're making excellent effort in that way. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. <laughs> He's not going to be happy that maybe I used him as a guinea pig no, tonight. No. On this no. Show. Hey, congratulations, Tom. Keep ah, going. Thank you. Thank you. And so that's what's happened to you. You know, you used to be very addicted to drama, chaos, and fear. Yeah. And it's something that you don't want to have in your life. And so you've made this, you've yelled it to the rooftops and the universe goes great. And so then you set out on a path and you create a spiritual practice and everything's going along great. And then boom, something happens. And then you have a choice. Do I go back to my old addictive behaviors where I go down that spiral, down the drain and get freaked out and my life starts to get chaotic again? Yeah. Or do I take deep breaths, go sit and look at the stars, drink a nice cup of tea, thank 
the universe for your life, no matter what the heck is happening in it, and then go on towards your path and let the chaos fall away, because that's what will happen. And and every time you do that, you'll you, people are tested anywhere between two or three times. So, Tom, you've had one test. Good for you. So people are tested two to three times, depending on how quickly they're willing to let go of the fear, because that's what co- takes us back to our continual, you know, addiction, whatever it may be. Um, and, and then, so your job is to stay in gratitude and know that you're making wonderful choices and that you're progressing and that you're not alone in this and the universe is your best friend, your best ally, your best lover, and your best support, and that you're not alone. Well, that's fantastic. Uh, it's the, the biggest challenge, I think, of all right now is because the, I'm in a no-man's land and <laughs> I am trusting... Um, like the fool, you know, jumping yeah. off the, the edge of the cliff. But that's a great card, which Amy Roberts will talk to us about that next week, um, our tarot reader. That's a fantastic card because the fool is about transformation and change and letting go and surrendering. Yeah. Right? And so you're learning to trust the universe. You've asked for what you wanted. They have heard you and they're willing to give it to you. But your physio- physiologically, your body, your physio whatever that word is that I can't seem to say right now, <laughs> your, your body needs to stop reacting the previous way that it used to so that you can be in flow and sync and make different choices. That's a really great distinction. So it's like my body has its own pre-programming. And, and I guess that's yeah. what I'm feeling. I'm feeling that separation. Right. Yeah. I'm separating uh, consciously from right. the interesting. You're, you're, you're separating from the cellular memory of the panic and fear that sets in. And as you make different choices, your cells calm down and go, oh, there isn't anything wrong. Oh, listen to what Kim is saying to us right now. Everything's fine. She's even thanking creation. Oh, and then your cells will start to get new chemicals will be released. New chemicals will be released from your brain and will attach to receptor sites and move into your cells and begin to transform yourself from the way you used to respond into a new way of responding. Fantastic. Isn't that fantastic? So you're on the right track. You don't have to worry. Uh, Thank you so much. You're welcome and good luck. Thanks so much. You're welcome. Bye. Good night. So why don't we continue on Tom to the phone lines? Okay. We've got Kim calling from Issaquah. Oh, hello, Kim. Hello. How are you? Good. Good. What can I do for you tonight? Um, I am, is this Marie? It is. Oh, hi, Marie. Hi. Um, I was just hoping that you could close out the show with a um, quick summary of what you see. Oh, thank you. That's such a good question. I actually see us learning to become more compassionate and kind and considerate to one another. I think this whole financial thing is actually a blessing. I know many people would disagree with me and argue about that. But I think we're really looking at how can we get corporate America to be more conscious. We're noticing many, you know, hundreds, thousands, maybe, you know, millions of individuals grow in consciousness, like the the book The Secret and Oprah and Esther and Jerry Hicks and all these wonderful things that we're learning about awareness and consciousness are now a part of like the public reality. They're not just things like it back behind in woo-woo stores. You know, it's an everyday aspect of how we talk and communicate to one another. They're kind of like phrases, popular phrases now. And and all of a sudden we look at our public arena, our political arena, and, you know, we have good we have good reason to celebrate that we're going to have change, whether it's this election, which of course I hope it is, or in the next four years, we're going to have individuals who use more common sense and who want to be at peace with nations, who are uh, who can also make us look happier in in worldview and opinion, coming to the forefront. So I, 
see wonderful, amazing things for 2012 and all the years leading up to that. Does that make it challenging for some people? Absolutely. Those individuals who are choosing not to look inside, not to ask themselves the hard questions, not willing to be honest, um, not willing to change, because change is probably one of the scariest things, I think, for the human race. We're a stubborn society, and we're terrified of change. <laughs> and um, and so I think for those individuals, it will be more challenging. And, and so we'll continue to see kind of this contrast of light and expansion and gifts opening up and people feeling happier and learning to live their life abundantly. And we'll, then we'll see other people maybe on the other end of that struggling, confused, why isn't the old way working? Why, why now do I have to change? you know, all of those type of things. So that's what I'm seeing happening. Um, what about you? What do you see for 2012? Oh, goodness. I, <laughs> I don't have anything along that lines. I actually was wondering uh, to what degree this would be strong individual evolution that would be um, kind of being pressed upon us by the universe, but it sounds like from what you just described, there will be a lot of choices. Yeah, a lot of choices. So like some li- kind of like living from an open heart or not. Absolutely. Okay. And and really, it's really about bringing all of this to the awareness because we've had a, we have a lot of people that don't live in an open heart. It's a beautiful phrase that you said already on the planet. It's just going to be a lot more obvious now. Like I'm a I'm a liberal. I'm a Democrat. You know, I've, I was raised that way, <laughs> and I try not to always bring my political views to the forefront. But you know, I tend to be direct and honest. And I'm always surprised when people say, "Oh my gosh!" But you know, it seems unusual that you know part of our conservative party believes this way. When I kind of thought that that's always how it has been. You know, to me, I'm not surprised by some of the things that are coming up in the more conservative belief system in our politics. I've always seen it that way. So I think that's what's going to happen: is things are going to come to the forefront. Like, oh wow, corporations, you know, maybe are dishonest and don't tell us the truth and are really more self-invested when they look like they really care about the average person or the average Joe when they're buying a home or they're investing their resources. To me, that's not new or different. I think it's always been that way. But it's going to become more obvious, more clear, which will make it wonderful when we're making decisions. More people will have a global vision of how the world really operates and will probably be less blinded and make more conscious choices. Will people, uh, that was my next question, will people have greater individual Yes. Bite, you know, Absolutely. Uh, fifth chakra site. Yes. Fifth chakra because of this time. The time will yes. be, be rolling into a new era, and so therefore we will all be more insightful right. and intuitive. Right. And, and I think that's the tricky part because not everybody wants to see that we have, you know, political problems or financial problems. People don't want to see those things. They prefer to think that those things don't exist when they do. And, uh, and, you know, even the war, you know, a lot of people thought that it was a good idea to advance into another country and proclaim war. And then we found out over these last four years, oops, maybe that wasn't such a great idea. So I think there's going to be more foresight in the beginning. People will sit down and, and ask personal questions and feel what it feels like to them rather than jumping to conclusions or being scared or angry. But think about the whole global vision, which is what we're moving towards, moving to a consciousness of working together globally as a human race rather than countries and cultures and religions, you know, learning to look at each other as equals and that we all care about one another. We want all of us to advance and to be healthy and well and, um, and conscious. Okay, great. Okay. Thank you so much for calling. (laughs) Thank you, Marie. You're welcome. Have a wonderful evening. 
And to everyone out there in Radioland, again, thank you for listening to the Marie Manucherry Show. You know, uh, we are in the top five here on KKNW, which is really phenomenal to be um, to move that quickly in a year's time. Um, as always, you can listen to us on Wednesdays between 1 and 2 in the afternoon. We're live Thursday evenings, and then there's a repeat show Thursday afternoon as well. And we have CDs available on my website. You just go to www.energyintuitive.com. Have a wonderful evening and joyful blessings. Good night. expressed on the preceding program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. This is Alternative Talk, 1150 AM, KKNW Seattle, and KWJZ 98.9 FM, Digital HD3 Seattle.